And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Saskatchewan wheat prices move up over 60 cents a bushel in the past two weeks. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision ag and lawn and garden products. Saskatchewan spring wheat prices have jumped 63 cents a bushel since the start of last week, just under two weeks' time. FarmLink Marketing Solutions Senior Market Analyst Neil Townsend says the rise is mainly due to dry conditions in western Canada, parts of the U.S. wheat belt, and uncertain weather in Russia. The weather story, particularly about you know the northern plains in the U.S. and Canada, particularly about the prairies in Canada, starting to matriculate into the markets that's been very buoyant i i think like you know the broader kind of supports from soybeans and corn are there too like nobody's really taking any money out of those markets right now and there's kind of a growing sense that like you know the crop isn't getting bigger in in really any place in the world at the moment it tends to be seems to be you know Death by a thousand cuts, I guess, is what you'd say. Like, it's not a big disaster anywhere, but nothing's projecting upwards from the current estimates. Most of the projections are kind of down from the current estimates. So is it dry then in parts of the United States Grain Belt? Yeah, like, I mean, there's enough of a dryness sort of like, you know, like like the northern plains, you know, uh, North Dakota, Montana, Minnesota, the northern part of Minnesota, those are like, they have a similar dry pattern as Canada. And of course, particularly in like the prime spring wheat area there, like in North Dakota, like they were dry all of last year. So they don't have a huge like subsoil moisture reserve. So, you know, the one thing I would say though, Jim, is that's, that's probably almost too nuanced for the market to really consider. I think like what they're looking at is they're looking at the biggest picture and they're just saying like, it's really dry in Western Canada it's pretty dry in the U.S. And then also, like, there's just a general support in commodities, right? Like, across the board in terms of, like, you know, your corn, your soybeans, and your other things. So, you know, spring wheat, which sort of has, like, the tightest dynamics, I guess, on paper, just looks like the one that, you know, they're putting uh, they're putting the most attention on at the moment. And and I think that's predominantly because of the story that's coming out of Canada and, and to a lesser extent, but certainly a concerning extent, would be the Northern Plains in the U.S. What about parts of Europe? How are they doing? Well, Europe is, is okay. It's not great. I mean, the, but the European Commission's you know, the different estimating groups have been cutting back their estimates. You know, now, are they cutting it back in a dramatic way? No, but they're just, they're taking, you know, like, uh, they, they do it by hectare there, but they're taking out a metric ton per hectare. They're taking out, you know, like a quarter of a metric ton per hectare or something like that. Like, just enough to kind of, you know, have people thinking, hmm, it's not going to be as big as it was. And then, you know, you throw into the fact that, like, the Russian spring wheat areas are, like the the being cold and wet and they even had frost i mean i'm not saying it did damage but they had it and and they're really behind on where they should be for planting so uh you know that's a a little bit of a wheat kind of bull factor Uh, and then the winter wheat areas of both ukraine and russia are very dry and hot so you know you kind of got the the double-edged sword there kind of going on and cutting back the potential so it's going to be a interesting year for sure on that front so that's what pushing up wheat prices. What's happened with canola prices in the last week, and what's the outlook? Well, I think canola prices have also found some strength. And, I mean, you know, big part of that, that has probably a double-headed monster. One is all the concerns we mentioned in Canada, definitely dry. And, I mean, I think a lot of the market in Canada, at least, thinks that, you know, the worst, the, the potentially worst damage that's being done right now is to something like canola, you know, with the dry weather and stuff like that. 
But then the other factor I would say is just like, you know, earlier in the week, it really looked like, uh, you know, there was going to be a big resolution with the U.S. and China trade thing. They've kind of backed off from the real positivism. But I mean, one thing that's abundantly clear is that one of the bargaining chips in the whole thing and one of the things that the Chinese have definitely like said they're going to do for sure is they're going to buy a heck of a lot more U.S. agricultural products. Right. So and, and then, you know, I guess I would just be bullish to the oil seed complex if they do buy like five or 10 million more tons of soybeans than they otherwise would. Now, we don't know the fine points of this. We don't know the thing. But I mean, the dollar figure is that they bought $20 million worth of ag products from the U.S. last year, and they're supposed to commit to buying $25 billion worth in the future, like for the next year, when after they sign a deal or get a deal done. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. But it's that, that's definitely been helping the oil seed market. Saskatchewan canola prices have risen about 16 cents a bushel since mid-May. Today, elevator prices for number one red spring wheat topped $7 a bushel or $258 a metric ton. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. The Saskatchewan Grain Belt received varying amounts of rain during the past 24 hours. The weather office says Melville had an inch or 24 millimeters, Vibank had 18 millimeters, Weyburn 14 millimeters, and Regina 11 millimeters of rain. Two tornadoes touched down in southern Saskatchewan yesterday. Environment Canada confirmed one was near Esterhazy and the other near Tyvan. The tornadoes, however, were not your typical supercell but much weaker as a land spout. John Paul Craig with Environment Canada says you should still take serious precautions if you encounter a land spout. Uh, well, you should be driving away from the direction of the travel of the uh, uh, tornado. Uh, well, you should be driving at right angles to the direction of the travel of the uh, tornado if you do see one on the, on the highway. While another warm day is in the forecast, storms are not expected to roll through tonight. Federation of Sovereign Indigenous Nations Chief Bobby Cameron says they plan to sue over the right to hunt and fish on provincial pastures. Cameron insists the inherent right of Indigenous people gives them unlimited access to provincial pasture land. Cameron says his personal challenge will go further than the courts. Our hunters are saying we're going to hunt anyway. You know, to the, to the provincial government uh, for making this... Uh, this, this decision, I'm going to hunt on these lands, so be, be, be prepared to charge me. The FSIN is challenging a move to limit access to provincial pastures to recognize dates in the Hunters and Trappers Guide. CN Rail is going to buy 1,000 new hopper cars as it phases out older, lower capacity models. The new 55-foot jumbo cars will have about 10% additional capacity. The investment comes a couple of days after the passage of Bill C-49. The new legislation gives the railways more incentive to make capital purchases. Bill C-49 contains a measure to adjust the maximum revenue entitlement, so the full benefit of investment flows directly back to the railway. The former structure had the benefits shared between both railways. CN also recently purchased 200 new locomotives, with the first 60 coming online next month. CN Vice President Sean Finn says the purchase will ensure improved grain movement. You know that I was out west uh, in April talking about the challenge we had this winter and apologizing to our customers. Uh, those uh, those events, I explained that we had a very concrete plan to, first of all, you know, get the higher uh, purchase new locomotives. We purchased 200 new locomotives. 
60 of which are coming online in June. Uh, we had told people then that we had to hire new employees. We've hired 1,250 uh, new uh, rail employees at CN, which will be uh, will be on the property and I'm ready to work uh, as we have the grain crop coming at us. And the last component was, in this case, was hopper cars. Uh, today we announced that we're purchasing 1,000 new generation grain hopper cars, which have 10% more capacity in the cube because uh, the size of the cube itself of the, the cars. So, you know, the view is these are assets uh, that we need to move uh, uh, our customers' grain, uh, both the grain companies, uh, the grain farmers, as well as, uh, you know, we've moved the grain to market for the benefit of all of Canada, and we want to make sure that uh, this investment, uh, the cars are being built in Canada, so that's also positive, but uh, this is one of the components we needed to make sure that we have the required capacity and assets uh, to move uh, the grain this fall, and in, in addition to investing, you know, real capital in our track between uh, uh, Edmonton and Winnipeg, where we had some capacity issues. So we're getting ready to make sure that uh, as the grain crop uh, uh, comes to market or, or is harvested this fall, that we have seen are, are prepared to enter the season uh, well-equipped with the assets we need to move that crop and to face, you know, the, the difficulties we have, you know, in, in moving moving uh, some of the grains to the winter months to make sure we have that uh, the capacity to do so. Finn was asked about the service contracts in the legislation. For four years in the working, I think Mr. Garneau did a did a very good job of making sure it remained balanced. Uh, as you know, there was some back and forth in the last couple of months about additional amendments. Uh, and, you know, the Senate uh, made some proposals. The House retained some. But I think that... Uh, you know, Bill C-49 is a, is a, is a balanced bill, but also is it provides you know some some stability and, and certainty about the regulatory environment that allows, in our case, CN to invest the required capital going forward. I think that was important because when you have uncertainty, uh, people hold back on investing. In our case, uh, you know, it was important to, to signal the fact that uh, we are very confident that. Uh, in the future of uh, of uh, our rail business and the grain business per se, we think that the bill, you know, it's not perfect. I'm sure that on either side of the ledger, some people will say it doesn't go far enough. Some say it goes too far. But I think that uh, the minister did a good job in, and the government of Canada in, in having a balanced bill. And, uh, you know, evidence when you have an environment that is conducive uh, to capital investments and the railways, as you know, will have major annual. This year, ours is going to have $3.4 billion of capital invested in our network in North America, a big component is in Canada. Well, we have an environment where we're confident that uh, our shareholders and and, uh, and we can justify this investment because it's good for our business, but it's also good for our customers and it's good for Canada. Finns is planning for grain movement in the new crop year is underway. We have started to develop, uh, you know, what our plan will be. It's due uh, in July of this year. Uh, and it's an opportunity, I think, you know, this plan will, will do two things. Both will be a plan to move the grain crop and then contingency plan for the winter. But it will be an opportunity for us uh, and the whole supply chain to talk about how we make sure that uh, there's a clear understanding of what steps are required by the supply chain to deliver uh, the grain to market. And I think it's uh, we welcome that. And we have started to work on it. And we're looking forward to having an opportunity to roll out the plan in a way that people can see what we're contemplating. And hopefully if we can, get some feedback. Sean Finn is a vice president at CN Rail. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall as Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were moving up in early trading this morning. Canola gained 40 cents at 513.84.
Oats rose 262 at 158.77. Number one red spring wheat increased $5.78 at 258.06. The rest were unchanged. Durham 252.81. Feed barley 195.63. Flax 462.84. Yellow peas 244.54. Feed wheat 189.58. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, July spring wheat is up nine cents at 6.43 and three quarters cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 400 cattle on offer on Tuesday. Our sales are Tuesdays only here now for the summer months. These good cows are much the same as the week before. A lot of good cows from 91 right up to 98, 99 bucks. Some of them real high-yielding cows will bring a buck, buck, four, five. Into the good bulls, they'll bring from a dollar eight right up to a dollar eighteen. Some of them real high yielding bulls. We didn't have many this week. They will break the buck twenty plus. Not a lot of feeder cattle on offer right now. Just a reminder: the sales are Tuesdays only for the summer. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold seventy three hundred hogs Thursday, selling a range of one fifty two to one sixty per ckg. Today's sales expected to be around sixty seven hundred head. Selling a range of 153 to 161 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, May 25th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 155.77, Ham's Cash, 154.27, Thunder Creek Brick Hole, 151.96, and High Life, $158.73 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is up, and former contract prices opened higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 9 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2891. Canadian dollars currently traded at 77.06 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets have been near unchanged over the last 10 days, as packers are meeting their planned production schedules while they have no strong incentive to gain market share at this time of year. While the pork product market typically experiences large price gains over the month of May, the abundant supply of hogs combined with increased competition from beef has cut the pork market gains in half. Lean hog futures also reflect the weakness in pork prices, as the summer month contracts are trading in the mid-$70 U.S. 100 weight range, which is approximately 10% lower than futures values seen last year. Due to the expectation of record large production, increased competition from other meats, and export demand uncertainty, producers should secure prices on 50% of their production in the critical September to December timeframe. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers and risk of a thunderstorm. Wind northwest 40 gusting to 60, the high today 28, the low 13. Tomorrow, partly cloudy with a high of 29, the low 11. Sunday, sunny, the high 25, the low 11. Monday, sunny, the high 27, the low 12. Tuesday, sunny, the high 25, the low 12. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 27, the low 12. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high 24. Normal high is 21, the normal low is 6 for this time of year. The sun rose at 4.59 this morning. It sets at 8.52 tonight. Round the province, Estevan 27, Saskatoon 21, Swift Current 24, Weyburn 25, Yorkton is 22. In Regina with cloudy skies, it's 24, that's 75 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest, 35, gusting to 48. 
Sunny and Moose Jaw, 26 degrees. Winds are from the west-northwest at 41. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 24. That's 75 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.